This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Bulldogs, a sci-fi adventure RPG from Galileo Games. Brennan is your GM and host, Frank plays Sticky, Alex plays Graucom McGruff, and Red plays San Ming. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. Last time, we found the town of uh, Quiescent uh, overrun with pirates. And everybody was thinking about how they could uh, get out of having to give the pirate chief their ship. And that led Sticky to uh, sneak aboard another, well, not sneak aboard. He went up there with a couple of pirates. Um, but then he crashed the ship into another one that was nearby, a, uh, a, a random other freighter that was in the port. And then... <laughs> It was a running gunfight uh, with Sticky stuck halfway out of the uh, landing gear of the uh, white elephant. Uh-huh. And uh, you uh, blasted the pirate captain, uh, scared the rest of them off enough that you could get aboard your ship. Uh, but rather than fleeing the scene, you went to pick up your next cargo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. We did go to pick up the next bit of cargo. And uh, you desperately were getting that on board when the pirates showed up and started blasting your ship, uh, which did a f- fair amount of damage to it, actually, to be honest. And <laughs> you are now um, sitting uh, in one of the streets of, of the city uh, with your new cargo aboard uh, and a, a pirate ship looming abor- above you as uh, you are now going to have to figure out how to get out of this situation. Didn't I do like a, a runway kind of takeoff, I thought? Oh, yes. I think you had blasted enough of the buildings that there was a runway and you could do a takeoff. I think that actually did happen. Yeah. I believe it did too. That was... Yeah, the so the session. pirates are now in hot pursuit. Okay. And yeah. if it didn't happen that way... This is an alternate universe, and this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, the Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a good... Oh, is it um... too late to name our ship? <laughs> <laughs> We're not wow. just wrong. It was an alternate universe that we remember and you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And if you listener wants to go, want to go back and re re listen, you can. But we're not changing anything. We're just going with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your ship uh, actually took a consequence from the damage. That... Um. Yeah, a moderate one. Um. I uh, just so you know, I actually went in and statted your ship up, uh, which we hadn't done before. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so you actually have shields. So you didn't have to take a moderate one. You only have a mild consequence at the moment. Oh, okay. excellent. A little retcon in your favor in this case. Hooray. Mm. I feel like we're going to have a lot of your this. shields are gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so you're, you have overheating engines at the moment is what's going on. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe exactly. one of the... We need to make him cool. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the engineer should take a look at that. Oh, yeah, I can ask, well, let's let's uh, jump into this. Uh, so, we have shield issues. So, uh, 
Uh, Captain, if uh, you don't have any objection, I'm going to go see if there's anything I can do about these shields. Yes, of course. We need those. <laughs> All right. I'm a Fair little enough. busy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Flying the ship. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just long shots of hallways of this dog, uh, dog man running down, uh, sliding around corners. Maybe uh, as he's taking the corners really quick, his claws are like leaving little marks on the walls. He's grabbing to swing around. And he ends up down in uh, whatever bay would have the shielding equipment. Uh, and I think he's going to do an engineering role of some kind in order to see if he can uh, boost them up. Is that something that's uh, able to be done? Uh, to recharge your shields, would it yeah. be an engineering check? Yeah, that's my question. So let's have an engineering role from you. Uh, just a straight engineer. Yeah, this is uh, the ship's shield system is, uh, you know, as as we always say, state of the art. So... <laughs> Uh, minus one on that engineer check. Oh my goodness! So um, yeah, so it's 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 uh, y you you took uh, an engineering course uh, as part of your military training about mm -hmm. uh, ten or fifteen years ago. Yes, and this is state <laughs> of the art. Yes, and yes. this is state of the art. So you're looking at it, and you have absolutely no idea what anything does in here. Uh, Captain, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do much with these shields here. Uh, they seem pretty uh, pretty damaged and uh, not within my realm of fixing at the moment. All right. So, San, how um, how it's much? It's on, do you... but okay. So, do we really have time for this? <laughs> Correcting my I mean, I I would like it if you would pronounce my name correctly, but okay. Oh, I'll make sure he spells it correctly on your tombstone. <laughs> I do like the idea of me surviving this. Yeah. <laughs> of, of you surviving or me surviving? So uh, what what exactly are you doing, son? Uh, flying the damn ship. Yes, in, in exactly what way? Are you just trying to shoot it right up out of the atmosphere? Or are you hugging the ground? What are you doing? Um, I did the initial airplane tank takeoff because their ships were directly above ours, so it was kind oh. of like um, a way to get out from under them. But I'm trying to go as fast away as possible, and if they shoot at us, to dodge. <laughs> okay, um, I think what so we know that the the, the shields are down. Uh, I'm going to try to give us an, a a little bit of an advantage with the plan. So San, because uh, all I could do is like, I'm the bard. I could give us a little bit of a boost. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have a three-person party, if, and if you, you decided were, to be a bard. <laughs> if you were the bard, what instrument would Sticky play, you think? <laughs> oh, it would just be, uh, you know, um, a oh, Jethro yeah. Tull pan flute? That, that, <laughs> you know, it would nice. just irritate you that it works. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh God, it's good, but really? Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, San, Graucom is flustering here. We can't rely on shields. Can you hide us? Can you just like, I don't know, stay low or, or find cover in the clouds or um, use the cloaking device? We got one of those, right? Um... I don't know, and I disabled Clippy because he was annoying me. 
You know what? Now <laughs> I think about planning, I think I should probably be a little bit more uh, assertive about this. So here's the plan. We're going to, we just caused a lot of damage down there. We're going to hug down low where a bunch of ships are probably like flying backwards and forwards and trying to get out of the disaster area that is that busted up spaceship and a bunch of angry pirates. We're going to use all the clutter of the traffic to sort of make it easier to, to, to worm our ex escape. Can you maneuver between all these little vessels that are going hither and yon? I can do my best. Okay, so you're going to try to uh, fly around through uh, the spaceport again. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so loop around back through there. Yeah, if this were oh, an action uh, movie, so I... we'd be flying through downtown instead of trying to get out of town. We're flying in or we're driving in through traffic. Side note, right. would spaceship Clippy be called Flappy because it's an aircraft? Oh, I like, like it. Like a bird? Yeah, I like it. There we go. Flappy. <laughs> flappy. I disabled Flappy. <laughs> so you're going to try... So Sticky is telling you to try to... Uh, get back into where there's a lot of other ships flying around, or at least a couple more than just you. Yeah, I will try that. So, piloting deck? Yeah, that will be piloting. Uh, do I get any bonuses from his command? Just roll to see, and I actually rolled instead of rolling my actual stat, but I can... I, I, yeah, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah. I flipped off my character sheet instead of rolling the actual. I believe for, I believe it's command. Right? Yes, that it would be, be correct. Command. Yes. <laughs> and you got the exact same amount. So, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you have a, uh, a two on that. Um, and this is one of your specials, right? Your, uh, your special abilities. This planning. Yes. I'm going to take a second and look it up. Apparently, it's uh, it's on page one thirty six, and it it'll uh, succeed with style to create an advantage using command. Okay, so what you've done is you've created an advantage, but you did not succeed with style. So you basically have one situation aspect with a free invoke instead of two that your stunt could have given you. So. Okay. Um, can I declare what the aspect is? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to call it uh, lots of cover. Lots of cover. All right. Lots of cover. Like All it. Right. All right. So I will roll piloting. That's a four. Nice. Nice. That's a good roll. Um, you can go ahead and take the, uh, aspect as well to bump that to a six if you want because that essentially is changing the what the target for them to roll to keep up with you and to fire at you will be yeah i'll do that yeah so that basically it creates a defensive role for you mm -hmm. let's see what they get a two yeah versus a six so you uh have succeeded with style uh, you whip your ship around through the, uh, through these streets. Um, and they basically are unable to keep up with you and have to fly up again and then try to locate you as you're dodging, uh, between the buildings. And then when you hit the, uh, 
the spaceport, there is in fact another cargo ship coming in and you basically uh, sh shoot right past them, probably close enough to touch if you had re reached your arm out um, and uh, head right back up their, uh, their trail in through the atmosphere. Uh, the pirate ship is pursuing, but it is a long way back now and uh, out of range to fire on you. Great. All right. Uh, Gralcom, what are you up to while this is happening? There's some serious G-forces going on. Uh, I mean, I would assume that whatever engineer... I, I'm, when I picture the engineering bay, I'm picturing like a large set of computers and some sort of chair for me to sit in to like move around. Maybe like a rolly chair where I can push myself back and forth, like sliding around to whatever <laughs> part I need. Uh, so if we are dealing with some G-forces, you know, maybe my chair is sliding back, but I'm going to grip for to hold myself yeah. still. Uh, but I'm just basically just staring at this machinery, seeing if I can puzzle it out. Uh, I'll have to get I get uh, Flappy on later to help me figure out how to do this thing a little better. Uh, if it, uh, he's gonna get on the comms. Uh, uh, Captain, uh, do you think it would be worth me getting on the guns at all? Do you think that we're gonna need any anything there, or do you think that we're on the clear? Um, I think we're pretty good. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you're relatively good, except that your engines are overheating. So I'm going to go ahead oh. and compel that. Okay. Uh, engines overheating. Yeah. All right. As so much as I like you killing things, uh, see if we could get those engines uh, not on fire. All right. Uh, so uh, is there any way that you can turn on Flappy for me? <laughs> sure. I did so much work to get rid of him. Does anyone want to voice act Flappy? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I assume that would come under the GM's purview. <laughs> so are you going to try and turn it back on? You did spend a lot of time turning it off. Well, we're, we're far well, You also have the training wheel program on right now, too. So. All right, it so does I... have the training wheel on. All right, so I guess my question is, if we get Flappy on, can I get an advantage on this roll? Oh, no, Flappy <laughs> it will definitely create a disadvantage. Oh, okay, for you. never mind then. All right, so I'm just going to use yeah. this <laughs> roll then. Uh, I think what we're looking for work. is to turn on some sort of, like, you know, tooltip aspect of Flappy without it overriding everything, without it taking yes. over like it was doing before. So to translate I that over into um, stick ease, I'm like, can you turn it on a little bit, but not all the way? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me put it this way. I played around with computers for a little while. I'm not the best at that sort of finesse which in game terms translates to i have a one in system <laughs> <laughs> welcome should be the one who's trying to uh resurrect a better version of flappy I a tooltip version of Flappy. all right so i i think that in the future i think that's going to be his next objective is to get some sort of a tutorial like a new maybe a new different version of an ai installed on here to help me with this or something, but right at the moment, I don't think I can do anything. I don't think I don't think anybody can help you at this point. All right, so it's going to do piloting to be doing reprogramming jobs on the fly. So, all right, yeah. So, uh, okay, first step: get us out of here alive. Second step: get ourselves a new Flappy. Okay, um, <laughs> I don't want a new Flappy. 
we'll get an engineer only flappy then. I don't know. I I can't handle this thing. Like, let me. I mean, that's just. I mean, you're gonna roll an engineering, but in all honesty, he's just like flipping switches. So let's see <laughs> what happens here. With this and it's a zero. So no, nothing happens in this uh, attempt to fix everything while flipping switches. Nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and luckily for you, nothing bad happens either. Yeah, uh, it, it could have been worse. You could have made it worse, but you didn't. Yeah. Uh, but the engine, uh, you know, uh, gauge is definitely in the red as far as like check engine light is still blinking. Yes, I can tell yeah. you that the big switch and the little switch don't do anything. I'm flipping the big one and the little one, and I'm going back and forth, and nothing is happening. So I I don't know what you guys want me to do here. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> any help? <laughs> I can I can try shooting it. I have a really good shoot. You want me to shoot the engine and see if that helps? Sonmin calls HR again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remind me, did we get everything we needed for the next mission? You did oh. actually load all your cargo on board, yes. Right. So new plan. We are in the middle of escaping. Let's continue escaping. <laughs> uh, in space, will the fire be a problem? Uh, well, the heat from the engine is a problem in that it will start to melt components. Uh, we need um, we need downtime is what we need. We need a few minutes of downtime, and we only have a little bit of gap between us and the pirates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're still pursuing you. So, what about what would it take for us to find a place to hide? this ship like as if we were pirates is there like a cave or something i could spot where we can just sort of park the vessel somewhere and hope they overshoot us do you have systems do you have systems because that's what you use to operate the ship sensors no oh yeah all right for uh do do one of you folks have that i do all right so before we go crazy i mean i have larceny and stealth as something that i might be able to use and then, but it would based on the information that San gets me. Does that does that yeah. sound like a plan uh, for everyone? I think you could use um, larceny or stealth to create an advantage uh, <laughs> for someone else to roll to find what you're looking for. Okay, great. All right, let's do that. All right. So what we're looking for is a place that you know. I mean, there are pirates on this, and I'm rolling. Uh, there are pirates all over this damn planet. There's got to be a place they store their goods. One. <laughs> That's the one. Cool. That's enough to give you a boost. Okay. Uh, yeah. I will. Uh, let's roll them bones. Let's see. A one <laughs> with his boost. With a boost that gives you a plus two. So okay, then two. But it goes away. That's it. So yeah. a two. Um, yes, there are places that you could conceivably hide. Uh, they're farther out in the system. They're not here on this planet, right? Okay. They're out. Uh, there's like a big gas giant that has like a dozen moons or something, and that might be a place where you could find some place to uh, set down without. Uh, a problem, but the issue you're going to have there is that you are overheating your engine. So you're going to have to get, you're going to either have to punch it and hope you don't do too much damage to your engine or uh-huh. uh, risk having the pirates catch up with you before you get there. 
All right, I I relay that to Sticky. Punch it. Did you say punch it? I'm strapping myself in. (laughs) 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 Don't punch the engine. No. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll punch it. Okay. So uh, you take that stick and you just jam it all the way forward. Mm-hmm. And the sensors really start to uh, blink and beep at you on the uh, console, warning you that the engine is in is you know is dangerously overheating. Yeah. Uh, question. But you knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Yes. Quick, quick question. Uh, now, Jerry Rigger helps me with engineering, but I assume for it to work, I actually have to have an idea of what I'm doing. I, Jer- you can't just Jerry rakes up by pulling it stuff, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you you do kind of have an idea of what you're doing. What you're doing, what you're doing when you're Jerry rigging is taking things that are not meant to do what you're making them do. Essentially, you're taking components that are for other things and sort of rigging them into a impromptu system. You're MacGyvering it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, so while we're punching it, I guess I'm going to try and jerry-rigger <laughs> this this thing to keep it from ex- just exploding on us in, in the process. Um, so if I remember correctly, that's just an engineer to get a plus two to my engineer roll as a modifier? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so let's do that really fast. You don't need to roll engineer. It just gives you a plus two straight up when you're jerry-rigging. Oh, so do I don't need to actually hit the roll button then? You do need to roll your engineer, but you get a bonus to it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, that's a six on this. So holy cow! Yeah. So I, um, I think when they say punch it, I just start ripping into the machine and tying stuff together. Uh, yeah, you basically managed to through the machine, punch through some steel panel and just pull it. Yeah, you've, you've yanked off an access panel to the engine where there's like these red hot components in there, mm-hmm. and then you, uh, you grab the. Uh, you know the the coolant tube and you've basically rigged up this uh new delivery system so that it's delivering coolant to the areas that are overheating perfect uh taking it away from somewhere else but uh you don't you're not exactly sure and you don't oh. exactly care at the moment so no not at all the strange brown liquid dripping out of it and when you take a sip it tastes like warm <laughs> diet pepper <Yeah>. strawberry coca-cola <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should start. We should start turning Craig on earlier, and then releasing our witty banter about sodas <laughs> as a Patreon exclusive. It's true. They, they get All right. This episode sponsored by New Strawberry Coca. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you managed to get the system unheated enough that the the. Uh, vital components have not melted, essentially. Uh, And you've punched it. Uh, Let's have another piloting roll to see how well you do now that you're in open space. Okay. And to land it on one of these moons without being caught. And you're no longer distracted by the blinking check engine light. That's another four. Okay, so that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Not as great as a six engineering, but you know, there you go. Well, they can't all be winners, okay? <laughs> Don't forget the number. It, we, like, we've already gone through like two failed engineering checks before that. So that's true. Really... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
We just need to play to your strengths and not try to do things the official way. Yeah, no, I think, <laughs> I think that uh, Gralcom's going to, this is a learning experience for Gralcom, and he's going to be running with that from now on. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the interior of the ship is going to look pretty oh, crazy when you're done with it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, keep in mind that Jerry Rigger, like, part of the whole thing is that all of that shit's temporary, so that's going to fall apart eventually. <laughs> Yes, and you get another Jerry Rigger roll. That's all. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is like a, a freaking cascade effect of terrible patch job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you basically punch it, and your ship uh, maneuvers surprisingly fast. Uh, it's got a pretty good engine on it, actually. Uh, this this vessel that you've been given. Uh, you know, it's a luxury yacht, so it, it goes pretty fast. The pirates lose you as you move into the uh, the rings and moons around this uh, uh, gas giant, and you find yourself in a little ice cave on one of the moons where you can set down. Anybody got a tauntaun? Sorry, I cut out. What'd you say? Anybody got a tauntaun? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's ironic that it cut out at the Tauntaun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, what is your plan now? Because, yes, this cooling system, you realize, uh, has taken uh, vital uh, cooling liquids away from your weapons system now. Well, we're on an ice planet, so that should help. Yeah, everything is going to cool back down. Mm Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to fix the underlying problem, which was, you know, the damage that got that the uh, other ship did to you uh, by firing into your into your vessel. We need uh, to so, have some sort of status update. We need yeah, to know gonna, exactly what we need to fix. All right. So, uh, Captain, uh, the closest I can tell uh, from looking at this stuff down here is uh, I was able to stop the engine from overheating, but our shields are still damaged. I was not able to do anything to recover those. I did manage to pull some energy to keep us from just exploding a few minutes ago. But I think also that is drawn from our weapons as well. So uh, we are, we are light shielded and we are low on wep- our weapon levels. I don't even know what we are capable of doing at the moment, but we are alive. So, you know, win some, lose some. I guess that's a good way of summing it up. Yeah. So what do you need or what do we need to get before we can make repairs so that we can get out of here without having to sneak out of here. I mean, I can keep ripping things apart and tying it together, but I, I, these are all temporary solutions. Uh, I think we're going to eventually need to actually, you know, I think we need to make this delivery and then we need to get to some place that we can get our ship repaired. I don't know if I can do it myself. So you can, uh, now that you have some time and the engines aren't clocking really fast, you can actually recycle the shields to get them back up. Uh, so do uh, I need to do anything for that, or does it just happen? Uh, that can be done from the cockpit or from the engineering section. It could just happen. All right. I think we I think we did en- well enough to find the safe place that now all the minor things are going to just unpack. So I think if we got our shields back up and we're in an okay place, let's 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 plan a trajectory to make our delivery and then find a place to buy some of these necessary parts. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to need parts, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, 
your shields are back up online, which gives you some extra stress if you do end up getting involved with those pirates again and they start shooting at you. Not that we can fight back, though. <laughs> or we might be able to fight back, but I don't know if we're taking how that's going to work, if we're going to take a disadvantage on fight or shoot in a aerial combat or how it's going to play out. But well, I guess we'll find that when that happens. Well, you'll need some parts to fix the uh, overheating engines, right? Um, uh, all right. So here, here we go. A uh, quick question. Um, I know this is going to probably sound like a bad idea, but we, okay. So we need parts. So the, my two thoughts are either uh, we have a couple of shuttles that we might be able to scrap uh, and I may be able to go into there and pull some parts out and fix us up or uh, I don't exactly know what we ended, what you ended up hitting on that button for uh, what we're transporting. If we're transporting anything that I can uh, strip down, maybe I can fix something up. Well, they are cryopods. So it sounds like there's coolant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, but we don't know exactly what we're going to be uh, damaging in the process. So what do you think, uh, Son and Captain? I, I just want to uh, spell that one more time. If we... If we, we is it one or the other? We either have weapons or an overheating, or uh, or a coolant system, or is it that now that we've got some time, we've we can do both? Look, where where do you think we're at right now? What's what's the hard choice we have to make? You could uh, you could uh, Graucom restore the coolant to the weapon system and try to make a more permanent fix to the engine yeah. overheating problem. Uh, that could get you to uh, some place where you can go to get more parts, but that's going to take probably a couple of hours. Okay. Um, um, the pirates might be looking for you. If we were to dismantle either a cryo tube or a ship, would that speed up the process and make it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, taking parts from the cryopods would definitely. Uh, Captain, I can. We have a couple options, but if you don't want me touching the cargo or the uh, the uh, the pods that we have, it's going to take a while, and I don't know how long we're going to. Like a while, a while. Like I don't know if we're going to be able to stay here or if we're in trouble uh, with these pirates I, uh, on our tail. I crack my little furry knuckles and I say, <laughs> "Rules lawyering is what I'm about." All right. So what is the letter of the agreement for the job we are currently on? <laughs> what, what is the letter of the, or, of the agreement? Like, uh, specifically, does it say everything has to be delivered perfectly intact? The, the pods do have to be delivered uh, intact without uh, the contents being damaged. The contents, the contents being, being damaged. Yes, that is correct. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> if you take the coolant out of the pod but don't damage the contents, then you're fine. Right. Maybe so, we okay. should check what's in the pods to know if messing with the cryopod will damage cargo first. I, I think mm. that is really irresponsible. I mean, they they don't want us looking at their uh, their stuff. I think we should I, just drain it of their valuable coolant. I <laughs> want to get paid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so th I think our plan should be we'll investigate it as much as we can, see if we think it'll go bad if we take out the coolant. 
And you know, there, this is a nice planet. Maybe if we stuff the hold or the uh, wherever we're storing them, whatever room we're storing them in, with some ice, they'll keep. That actually is an innovative idea. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> I think I think that that's actually. I think Gralcom's on board for that. <laughs> yeah, because you could easily go out there with one of your like even like a hand weapon and cut ice with it because right. they're all so heat based. Like this is space ice cream. We just got to load something up with ice and then put it in there and then take it out and we can fix the coolant later. We'll just store, you know, load up a pod completely with ice or something. It's the reason it's the um, uh, responsible thing to do. Yeah, I think so, too. I think yeah, I'm, I'm still <laughs> listening to that holding music on HR. <laughs> You'll be listening to that music forever. Uh, yes, so I am aware. <laughs> uh, uh, so. Uh, Stick, if you would like to join me down, let's investigate and see if we can figure out exactly what's in here so we can figure out how we are going to uh, uh, how we're going to do this. All right, let's I, do it. I assume San's planning on staying in the cockpit or is she coming down to investigate? I, I need your skill set. You think you need my skill set? Yeah, yeah I mean, the systems probably. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we'll probably need you to be able to read everything that's going on. Well, I was planning on heading down there anyway, just to see if we could do this without like damaging the cargo. So, mm. well, that's our. I don't think any of us want to damage the cargo. That's why we're going to make ice cubes and put and, them inside of a ship and then stack whatever it is inside that. Yeah. So the way, I mean, just to be just to step out a bit, or even you know, I'll try. I'll do this in character. Listen, the the cargo is going to get destroyed or damaged if the pirates take it. So it's all well, about yes. increments here. So if we can save most of it, great. All of it, even better. But we should save ourselves because otherwise, it's all gone. Yes. All right. So. Let, I'll, I'll I'll start cutting up some ice. You check out the thing and see if we can even do this um, without destroying everything. And I'm assuming and, by, um, I think that's our I'm plan. Assu I'm assuming stick by you're going to cut up the ice. You mean that you're going to walk me outside and watch me cut up the ice? Oh, I could cut some, uh, get some aggression out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this, this calls for another command roll for a good idea. I don't I don't recall seeing how many times we can do this. Um. Let me see. When you were giving orders based on a complicated plan. So it, it's uh, anytime you come up with a complicated plan. Right. So Let's yeah, you're, you're good. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Ooh, nice. Excellent. Five. For those playing at home. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you give, uh, you give out, uh, uh, you you uh, you go over your plan, and everybody uh, starts to do their part. Uh, there are two aspects that you've put on this scene. Hmm. Um, let's have um, we meant to do this, <laughs> and um, slow and steady. Nice, and each of those has a free invoke on it. So that means that you can use it without having to spend a fate token. But your crew pool is actually at three at the moment because of the overheating engine. So that uh, you've got a fair amount to spread around at the moment. Play with, yeah. Uh, 
Would it be three or two? Because I spent one to get us on the planet. Uh, you spent one out of the crew pool to get out of the planet, off the planet? Yeah. Remember what, with the, the airplane takeoff. That was last week. I, that I was last week. We, yeah. You yeah. already used that one. So yeah, you're good. Okay. So, okay. Um, let's take a second while I fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry Coke. It's like Dimatap, but worse. You know, as much as I love strawberry Coke, I really love blueberry Coke. Oh, I'm getting there. Don't worry. That's the next one I've got open. Oh, You're going to love great. mixed berry Coke. <laughs> now available in warm. <laughs> I think you mean hot. Yes. Oh. Even better you know than hot Dr. Pepper. You know, actually, you know what strawberry Coke kind of tastes like? Do you ever, like, when you were a kid, go to a store and just hit every soda and mix it together oh in one cup? Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like that. I don't think we're doing a very good job of enjoying <laughs> It's cool. Right. It sells itself. It'll be fine. They're not, <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt I'm that much of a tastemaker here that we're going to be, like, harming Coke's final you know, bottom line. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. Okay. Um, so... What are you doing, Son, as you're looking over the uh, cryopods? Are you just going to try and figure out what's inside? I, I want to know what's inside, but the other thing I want to know is if there is a way to keep the, the thing inside cold while still getting the parts that we need. Yeah, like, I mean, if you pack the cargo bay with uh, ice, that should actually do it. Okay. Then I guess I don't really have much to do. I mean, I can help sticky cut ice. Well, whatever those things are, they're keeping something in a, you know, uh, you, you believe that there's something alive inside them. I don't trust like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't like this. Um, oh, yeah, I think I'm actually fixing it. If there's something alive and you don't like that, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna call the other two over and be like, "There is something living in there." Um, Grauco, shouting from uh, outside, I'm like, oh yeah, probably like they're prisoners or um, they're like diseased by something. Yeah, I figured. Is is this legal? Oh, who cares? I mean, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> who cares? I mean, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it moral? I, I go back to cutting ice. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I. I think Ralcom uh, comes up to investigate with you, and uh, okay. his he like kind of takes a look at it, ears up, tail wagging, trying to see if he can figure out what see what you see about how this is alive. Uh, any is there any way to tell from what you're reading what might be in here? Um, I don't know. Is there any way to tell from what I'm reading what might be in there? Right. Like, is there is there some sort of computer screen or anything she's looking at that's telling? Yeah, there's a little there's a little console on each of the boxes. Okay. 
um, does it, like, have any sort of, like, if I made a science roll, could I, like, try and figure out what might be in this thing? Like, is it hot-blooded? Is it cold-blooded? Is it human size or Arsabaran size? Something like that? Yeah, you can do that. A science roll seems like a good choice for that. Yeah. I there's mean, like I biometric have... data and stuff on it, basically, which is why you know it's alive, but there's not any specification as to what exactly it is, but you might be able to look at that biometric data and, and sort of figure it out. Yeah, well, I don't have science, so this is just a straight-up roll. Okay. It's a one. <laughs> I'm I'm not looking for anything, like, specific. Like, just even just the size of the thing would be helpful. Well, it's not like human size, luckily, for you. Okay. They look like, uh, you know, about bread loaf sized, whatever's inside there. Okay. Hey. <laughs> no. All right. Well, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's not a person. Unless oh. it's a very, very small person. so Unless it's like one... It, it's not an Arsabaran, but it might be some sort of smaller sentient species. I don't know. I can't... I'm not a scientist. <laughs> uh, uh, San, is it possible that we are shipping babies at the moment? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> that is... I mean, it's possible depending on the species. Not Arsabaran babies. Okay. I mean, right. do we have enough ice in there yet? Uh, you've been loading, yeah, you've been cutting and putting ice in, in pretty steadily through this whole process. So, yeah, you've you've got the cargo bay. Most of the areas that are not occupied by cryopods are now filled with ice. You you two ready to go? What's what's the hold All up? Right. Why are you staring at it? I, I don't like this. I have not known you to like anything so far. <laughs> <laughs> I like Gralcom. Oh, thank you. And my tail starts wagging. <laughs> just wait a beat and say, I see. <laughs> uh, uh, I think Gralcom grabs one of these containers and um, are, are they, how, how heavy are they? Like, is it something he can just like have to, himself uh you could move it around yeah okay uh he's gonna take one over and send a bore like try and pull away enough ice to just kind of jam it in like if this is like a big like a wall of shoe boxes he's pulling out the right shape of cubes like so. yeah to stick it in yeah so you're basically packing these in after you're extracting the coolant you're packing them in with the ice yeah well if i can i want to get it in there first and then pull what i think will extract so that it maintains temperature as opposed sure. to possibly like warming up too much before it goes in okay so if i can picture it like i want to like almost like a whole bunch of like boxes of wine like shoved in and then like <laughs> using, then using the spout to kind of get coolant out if i can collect it yeah, but that sounds like oh. a good jury rigging test. I was going to say, I can jury rig that, right? Of strawberry Coke in a bunch of ice. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. It's a seven. Woo. We got, we are somehow colder than they were before. <laughs> yeah. 
They're, There's they're, literally no chain. I mean, like li all of the read readouts on the consoles and everything are just fine. And you have this complicated mass of tubes going to each of these things and coming down into a central uh, coolant thing that's running into the engines. And, and then you're able to re restore the stuff to the uh, the guns as well. If this is and now this is might be too much to ask for, but since I got a seven, I just want to know if I can do this. Can we say that the jerry rigging was in such a way too that the space that we stored everything in is airtight enough that we're not going to be dealing with in ten minutes just a puddle and a whole bunch of boxes floating in it? Oh like, yeah, no the uh, the cargo bay is 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 insulated enough that you're going to be fine. yeah like because if I think if we got like a minus one, we were just going to be dealing with <laughs> warm boxes floating everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a gigantic puddle. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. No, no pun intended. Um, all right, so let's let's do this. All right, so uh, I I'm going to filter everything, uh, funnel it off, and uh, start heading down to like running a hose down to wherever I need to, to start uh, refilling the weapons uh, coolant and then undoing my rigging. Yeah, that's no problem. That as part of that first, that role that you just made, you can get everything sort of set back the way it was as far as your coolant system was. All right. Uh, you, you have a new jury rigged system that's going to the engine now. Oh, perfect. Son, everything's going to work out fine. I don't think, that we should be taking this cargo. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it's doing. We There's not enough information. So uh, if I know well, anything about being class D, it's that there's never going to be enough information. I, Son, can well, I... Well, obviously, this is nobody's first choice. Yeah, Son, we're already in the middle of this, and there's, there's two ways this goes, too. Like, you got to think that, for all we know we're doing the right thing and if we don't transport this then we might be making things worse for whatever these things are so i don't think we can make a judgment call at the moment i think we have to just do the job graucom just gave us our, our our ship's motto for all we know we're doing the right thing <laughs> i don't think that's a good motto <laughs> it's a great one <laughs> Well, I at least want to check out who we're dropping it off to. Okay. Well, that's a quick uh, science check uh, or systems, actually. Yeah, systems. I'm looking it up on the on the space internet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Our and class D, so it's dial up. Okay. So the planet that you're headed to. Um, has a native species. Okay. Um, and they are a, uh, what is known about them is that they are a uh, fusion between two organic uh, species that create a, the, a new intelligent species, basically. So, like, um, this is going to sound offensive, but like a, a, a kind of a, right like species right where it's two different species that combine to make a new thing that's just, correct uh you broke up a lot yeah i don't know if i it was just on this end but it did sound hilariously like you were being censored and it came right after you said this is gonna be this is gonna sound offensive but beep, beep. 
<laughs> I was saying like like a mule species where two different species combine and make a new thing, which if you're talking about sentient creatures would be extremely offensive. So they're called the Excovi. And uh-huh. there are two species, the Exalna and the Covi. And the Covi are a humanoid species and the Exalna are a small uh more insect-like species that fuses to the spine of the uh, the Kovi. Oh, very cool. Would it be Arsabarish in this universe? Yes, Arsabarish. Yes, as opposed to humanoid, yes. Arsabarish. Uh, they, <laughs> they have three eyes, uh, but otherwise are uh, humanoid in appearance, um, although they're hairless. Okay. They have like a great big milky eye in the middle of their forehead and then two small black ones on either side of their temples. Aw, so in a way we are delivering babies. Aw. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. Yeah, the, what's in those crates could be uh, Exalna. Although they usually don't leave their planet uh, separated. Mm. Mm. Well, I can't wait to deliver them and find out what they make... were. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we did an awesome job of keeping these what's-its alive or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super proud of us. Let's go get paid. Yes, uh, indeed. Let's do this. All right. So, slightly reassured, perhaps. Uh, not reassured at all, but... You know... I think... Uh, uh, honestly, you know... Out of game, I don't think Clusty cares about mutiny all that much. Uh, they care if you take your, their ship. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> Just there's really no reason for mutiny. You could just say, I don't want to do this and leave. And we'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> On this ship, yes. <laughs> all right. So uh, you can do a systems roll to make a sensor sweep and see uh, if there's any ships out there that would alert them to your position. Or you could try... Uh, to monitor the passive sensors and see if there's something there, but passive sensors are going to be much harder to spot a uh, pirate ship lurking. Yeah, well, I'll um, I'll do a a, a sweep. Okay. At the very least, that's a one. So that was an active sensor sweep. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, the pirates are still uh moving around out there but they're on the other side of the planet right now um they know where you are at this point but if you take off now you probably can reach the edge of the system and go into hyperspace before they catch you all right well so long as the uh coolant system holds up yeah well let's just do it i mean no point in delaying yep okay so make a quick piloting check and let's see how well you make it to the end of the system that's a six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no problem. You uh, you you sh- shoot out of this cave, uh, head to the closest spot where uh, it's safe to jump to hyperspace. The pirates pursue you for a little while and then give up. All right. Because uh, you're just moving too fast. Cool. 
and you're able to jump out of system. And this is a great place for us to end the uh, episode. We have our first legacy villain to deal with in the future. I know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because you didn't really deal with her very well. No, not at all. <laughs> not remotely. <laughs> all right. So we'll take this up next week as you arrive on the the next planet. Exciting all stuff. Right. Cool. Hey. That's our adventure for this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend, leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps spread word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew, or over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included, or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com slash DNI crew, where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. All of us do this for the love of the game, but every little bit helps us keep making Dungeon Not Included. Thanks for listening. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.